Hello, hello, my people. My name is Ako Ojo Chuma Victor. I'm the CEO of Chikoloko and I'm also the host of Chikolo Talk. Today at the studio, I'm with Mr. Yusuf Dahab and we are going to be talking about tech in politics, the importance of tech in the Nigerian political space. And this is a very interesting topic for both of us because it's one of the things that affect every other Nigerian. And as the Nigerian youth, we are looking for a way to we can leverage on our area of strength to fix the Nigerian problem. So it's, we feel that, okay, it would be nice for us to know all through to analyze the possible uh, advantage text will provide for us in our political space because whether you believe it or not, whether you're a politician or not, what is happening in the Nigerian government has a way of determining how your standard of life is going to be and we almost all join our hand together to see how we can improve the standard of life for the people that don't have the strength or for the people that don't have the opportunity to. Alright, so without saying so much, I'd like to introduce Mr. Yusuf Dahab the CEO of Skyhawk Nigeria. Saif, nice to meet you. Um, thank you for having me. Thank you so much. I look, I'm looking forward to having a nice discussion with you this evening. Thank you very much, Mr. Yusuf. So, on the to, on today's episode of Chikola Talk, we're not going to waste too much of your time. So, we are going to really go straight to the point. We'll discuss, okay, so we want to ask Mr. Yusuf, what is uh, his thoughts on the uh, possible advantages that the tech provides to the Nigerian political systems? How can we leverage on tech to improve the standard of the Nigerian politics? And uh, what are his advice and what are his probably his own uh, side that he thinks are uh, what he's worried about and all of those stuff. So we're going to be discussing that on this space and also I'll be asking one or two questions. I'll be sharing my own ideas or my own view as well. And also it's not just going to be ending about me and Mr. Yusuf, but also you, you as a listener, you have the capacity to leave your comment in our session, on our comment session. And maybe later we can find a word enough, we can bring it up so that more people can be exposed to that. And we can join together, we can join our hand to fix the Nigerian political system. So, um, I would like to start with this simple question. What do you think is the importance of the Nigerian, uh, of technology to the Nigerian political system as currently? Okay, um, first of all, I feel like it's, I just want to say that I'm not really like, an expert on politics, uh, it's more about tech for me. So, um, the few times I've been a little bit involved in tech in politics, it has been, um, let's say, it has been more like for tech reasons. Yeah, so, um, I've done, I've been involved in the situation room for some elections, and so yeah, so I'm not really an expert on politics, but right now everybody's trying to get as involved as possible. So. This is basically why we're having this discussion. So yeah. So um, please, sorry. What was the question again? Um, yeah, the question is: What is the importance of tech? What role can tech play? What is the uh, the importance of tech in the Nigerian political Nigerian system? system? What can tech do now to help to give us a better political platform currently? Oh, there's an election in 2023. Yeah. What can you do as a as someone that has that has tech knowledge, or what platform can so, you build, um, or what is the platform that already is the kind? I feel like tech can do a lot. Like it's it can do a lot. It's definitely will not solve Nigeria's problem, but it can do a lot because tech has um, tech breeds accountability. So it's it makes tracking very easy. So um, one way we can actually solve this problem is by creating a system. Um, I feel like 
The easiest way we can actually solve this is by having a national database. Like, um, it solves a lot of problems. It gives us a clear idea of the number of people that are in the country. It also gives us a number of people. Like, it also give, gives us um, like a number, like a particular number of people that we know are eligible to vote in elections. So anytime we are trying to like, um, anytime we're conducting elections, we already have a number of people, like number of people we expect that we know that, okay, in this particular um, state, in this particular local government, in this particular um, city, these are the number of people we're expecting um, that are going to vote from this place. So it just makes a lot of things accountable, like, so, Tech, tech is going to do a lot because it, it just makes the Nigerian politics more accountable and um, it makes tracking a lot easier too. So, yeah. I yeah. Think like and and, and, and I, t I totally agree with that. As simple as having just a national database can fix a lot of things, yeah, so even so. beyond just the Nigerian politics. I mean, it can fix a lot of uh, uh, data related problems. For instance, you can know how much resources to deploy in an area, yeah. you can know what to look out for, and then you can look for a way to be able to use, with that data, you can be able to build a lot of uh, smart cases, and then we'll, we'll cut a lot of unnecessary spending of our, our Nigerian money and all of those stuff. That's very interesting that you bring that up, right? But personally for me, I, I think I think that I think um, that's good. On on a on a on a ground scale of things, but one of the things that I want us to focus right now on, so that I can um, iron that out is, yes, um, what this is as a government body, for instance. So, for instance, if what about the implementation? If we're going to be implementing in a national database, obviously there will have to be some um, implementation plan and all of those things that have to come from the current political systems. Right, but as a people right now, as an individual, taking Nigerian government out of this, right, taking the Nigerian government out of this, as a, as a person, right, we are all asking ourselves, what can we do, right, that will improve? First, that will make our voting um, process safe, right, because most times the reason that why most people don't go out to vote is the kind of violence that is met. When you go to vote, there are several cases where you, when there is a voting, you realize that so many people are being killed, and uh, that alone scares many people from coming out. And over the years, if you watch as things play out, you realize that so many people, some people are actually responsible for the action. So it's not as if it just falls from nowhere, and it's beginning to look like uh, you have cases where uh, if you have a party ruling and the party has more uh, power in that state. Um, they can they can detect the outcome of the voting in that place. They can detect where um, the violence happened and where they can cancel the election and the election that they want to use. Right? Some of us have been able to have an opportunity to see with some high-level politicians, and this is like a game of chess to them, meaning that it's highly it's highly controlled by the selected few. But um, how can we, as a Nigerian people, because politics is just beyond the 2023 election, you know, the, the price of going in the market currently is dependent on politics. The fact that you cannot go out and be scared of, and not be, and not be scared of coming out alive is, 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 is a function of politics, you know, and this trickles to every area of your life, whether you accept it or not. So now, as individual now, what our own, uh, um, what do you think now, let's say, the Nigerian populace have our tech survey 
understand let's say you can build an app you can build a community that creates some level of a um, what do you call it some level of that can promote uh, large gatherings or that can send a message to the large number of people for instance we have our musicians that have different uh, they have a very large gatherings you have we have instances of how people have over 20 million people right we feel that this is one of the things that they can do imagine that you have 20 million people to talk to we also understand that one of the major problems we have in this country, and not just only Nigeria, it's all over the world, but we are using Nigeria as a case study, is that orientation is key. We have a case where some 17 years old boy killed the girl and then they were born in the head. And first off, even me in my age, I'm still, I can't even bring up my head to be in that kind of space. They imagine the time it took for them to kill the girl, have the time to hide her body and still bring it to bone. And in all of this, I'm in my head, what is their mind telling them in all of this process? How cold can you be for, for you not to even have a thought of, oh, this is what I'm doing and even panic, yeah? And this is a 17 years old boy and this is the one that we know. There are several other ones that we don't know. And this has to go a long way with orientation. People believe that the only way to make money is through fraud or through uh, ritualism. And then they, they can go for anything. So now, if I feel that if people have this platform and individually, you don't need any permission from any government agency for you to actually promote what you feel is a good message to the, to your youth, to your younger ones or to your audience. So for instance, as easy as promoting accountability. For instance, one of the things that happened during the answers that and that made it different was the fact that there were evidence that was not controlled by a particular party. You understand, and that was able to play a major role, right? It was made to be, it was able to play a major role because. What you see controls a lot what you believe, regardless of how sure or not you are. And I believe that one of the ways we can foster togetherness is to put aside our differences and actually ask ourselves, what is the bigger picture? Because at the end of the day, if this country is good, it's good for everybody. Even the people that are really currently, it's good for everybody. But it's, if you don't have a foresight to see the bigger picture, it's always going to be me, 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 about me, about me. Myself. But if you ask yourself a question, how much can you eat? You understand? So I feel that one of the ways tech can, can also help is create these communities, these little communities, as simple as creating, uh, getting volunteers that will just create posters and share on the road. That is tech enablement as well. Because now, um, we understand that the place we are currently in our technological advancement, we are not gotten to that level where we can say we want to scrap out the normal voting system and replace it with electronic voting machines. If we want to be true to ourselves, we don't have the infrastructure to make that possible yet. And if we want to wait for that infrastructure to make that possible, it's going to take us a whole lot of time because there are several factors that are at play that would hinder that process in the first place, right? As easy as um, the, the voters' machine that we're trying to use in the last election, there were cases where there were fake ones and there were a lot of things that happened in that space. But now the question is, okay, the place we are right now, with what we have right now, what are the leverage we have, you know? Okay. So, so um, from personally, I feel like one thing we can do as tech people is to try and educate as many people as possible. Like, part of the problem in Nigeria is a lot of people are not informed. Like, a lot of people are really not informed. We don't really know the kind of constitution we practice. We don't know um, our system of government. 
we don't know who our leaders are, we don't know who our representatives are. So if we can find a way to, um, I'm trying to remember this particular startup. Okay, there's there's follow the money. There's, there's an organization that is already um, making sure there's that the government is accountable. There's another. There's also another um, organization I'm trying to remember right now that. Um, I'm trying to remember, but what they do is they track government spending and then report it out to people. That was like a form of education. They used to show yeah, that's very to the Smith. That's very nice. So, if you can have like a central hub where this information is provided and then find a way, because um, one other thing is we need to find a way to make sure that people actually want to learn this information. Like, so it's it's the fact that um, Nigeria is hard or things are not working does not mean that it's not like enough motivation for a lot of people to learn some people will probably want to like find a way to enjoy um as much as they can enjoy that's much and i feel like that's where entertainers like okay because we're talking about technologies we we'll have to talk about entertainers to skit makers like mr macaroni too and then other people um the tech industry can work with these guys to like find a way to um make sure that this information that people, the vital information that people need to learn, there's first of all a platform where people can learn and also they find a way to make sure that people enjoy trying to get this information. I know it's um, there are a lot of people that you don't even need to motivate. Once they know that, oh, there's this information and there's it's so yeah. easy to get this information, they'll just go to this platform. Yeah, it could be an app, it could be a website, but. Um, I, I, I currently don't know the number of social, um, smartphone users in Nigeria, but I know we're definitely more than 50 million. And that number is just going to keep going up and up and up. So yeah. if we can create a platform, a, an app, a hub, or anywhere where more Nigerians can connect, have discussions, um, talk, then I feel like it's just going to get better from there because more ideas are going to spring up, more solutions are going to spring up. Yeah. And then we're going to be able to solve more issues. Yeah, and I, I totally agree with what I, I totally agree, I agree with that. That was the same thing I was thinking in my head. Yeah, that was the same thing I was thinking in my head. But just to take it in notch further, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm, one of the things I think when I try to build new stuff or when we want to create new stuff, and one of the challenges that we have gotten in the past is when you are starting a movement, when you are starting something new, when you are creating something that doesn't exist, uh, one of the things you want to do is eliminate the frictions as much as possible. The frictions that made it hard to, for you to start. So easily you want to go for the low-hanging fruits. Right? Not necessarily the less impactful one, but just the low-hanging fruits. So you are asking yourself, okay, with what I have, with where I am now, um, with the time I have, including that as well, what can I do now that will not require too much work, right, but will give us the highest impact? And um, yes, um, creating an app and all of that is very good. Yes, maybe when the publicity gets out there and the people are actively involved and there's more resources on ground, then that would be awesome. Um, I want you to also think about this direction. What I don't know what your thoughts are on this, but this is one thing I'm thinking. So in line, also in addition to the, the options you, you gave, right? Um, one of the things I was thinking about lately is uh, I have been on Twitter for a while. And I have I kind of like watch how the information is uh, trend is going and how things goes and the virality how things go viral why things go viral how long it stays viral and the impact of that on different stuff and one of the things that I see is I realize that Twitter has a very strong uh, community 
a fusing power. I don't know if there's a word like that, but what I mean is, like, it has a way of connecting people. Imagine the way we are having this conversation now. Someone that is passing through our window can hear it. If he's interested in that conversation, without our permission, he can just drop his own view. And if his view is something we agree with or not, we can debate it out of that. Uh, I think that's one of the things that we never had in the past, really, because most of the, the news channel that, that was provided in the past is controlled by the government, the same government, so it can easily be manipulated. Uh, we're not saying that the government's also information are not correct, but we're saying that it can easily be manipulated as we've seen all over the world. It's not just Nigeria. But Twitter is like a neutral ground where anybody can talk, whether you like their opinion or not. At highest, at most, you can mute them, but you can't shut them up. And I think that is the basis of life. Everybody has a voice, and if, if used properly, the voice can actually uh, give birth to a lot of stuff. So one of the things that me I'm thinking is um, we can have different... Um, community groups on on different on each of these platforms. Like now, this group that is that is fostering this um, that's monitoring follow the money that you give instance of that's a very massive initiative. I've not even heard of it before, right? But it's something that is very massive because if you can actually follow the money, you see a lot of things that is playing out. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, what they're telling you, I mean, what is what the game is about. You're going to tell what's going on because. If it doesn't add up, if the number does not add up, you are going to ask yourself what's happening, right? And uh, that, that that can help as well. And this is just one of there's a million of one of this kind of things that can actually spring up. And the, the platforms that enable this is there already. It's as simple as saying, okay, do you know that as you speak currently, and this I'm not faulting anybody, it's my fault, right? Is that I don't know the responsibility of my my lawmakers. I don't know why they are like I don't know to what extent, to what how much right and I have about them, yeah. how much accountability I can hold them off and all of that. And that is very that's that's bad on my own side, but entirely won't blame me for that. But I want to take the blame personally because this is information that if I actually want out there, I can get. Right? So to tell you that majority of people are not in this space because mostly say we are fighting uh, about how you get your daily bread on a daily basis. So it's more like, um, let me find food first before I go and find what my, my this guy's all about. But the truth is, these little, little things affect things mass, uh, yeah. majorly. So for instance, we're not even talking about the presidency or any of those Hold your, your representative accountable. It's just like saying that we have 10 children and your father has plenty of children. And then one person out of those 10 children is supposed to represent and take your voice to your father so that because of his engagement most likely he's not going to be able to listen to the 10 of you because if he's doing that he'll be able to do what he's supposed to do right so there's an agreement that says okay you know what let the 10 children have an agreement and decide what they want then we'll have somebody that go and tell daddy that okay yeah um this is what we said and this is what we want and then of course it can be their choices can be reviewed and then implemented Right, but then imagine in this case now where the ten children, the only person that is taking the message, the, is taking the message. The, the idea, the the way it's supposed to work is the message is supposed to be for the ten people, but the way it's working currently is the message is for the person that is taking it. So the person has to just go and tell the father, please, uh, I want fifty million for this thing. We want fifty million for this thing, and the father gives fifty million for that thing, and then he takes it for himself, and then he goes to give the children, the other siblings. 
500 naira or something like that because if you notice how projects are done in this country uh, you realize that uh, there's a huge allocation of Nigerian resources for a particular project and uh, the people that eventually get to deliver the project gets peanuts and then uh, along the way so much bureaucracy, so much unaccountability gets the money goes down the drain and this affects everything that is on the fabric of this uh, of this nation so if we, i feel that if you can hold these people because and also we don't even want to start debating it, do, it doesn't even make any sense to say only one child to go and meet the father right does it even make sense to to have only one person represent the voice of 10 million people of 20 million people yes. how efficient is that is this can be this is a this is a system that have been in place since how many years ago this this system probably have is been obsolete but it's still in practice we don't we're not even going to all of those conditions yet well i to say okay you know what let's even try to work with what we have currently i don't see the, are we doing it because for, for you to for you to, to rule out a system or for you to make a judgment on a particular thing you need to be able to actually make sure that you fed it with the right information because even if you have a working platforms and you don't provide the right information the response is going to be wrong and then you you're going to go around and say okay this system is not working right so i'm thinking are there ways we can actually propagate messages to people that will make them know that okay you are supposed to hold your lawmakers accountable those those but those are your big men those people that are forming big men they are not big men they're your servant they are there to save you those things they are using to do big man is your resources that they are using and is a misappropriation of response resources and if we can't hold these people responsible we are lying to ourselves and also before I even go into holding those people responsible as well as a citizen what are your responsibility you know because you need to if you can't hold yourself responsible you cannot hold any other person responsible so before we even start pointing fingers at the government and saying the government did not do this the government did not do this what can we do because if you if, if you just give this small thought you see that there's a lot of things you can do without the government's input for instance let's say okay we're complaining that food is expensive i have land you have land right let's say if i plant rice today and you plant beans tomorrow you have rice i have beans if you're the next neighbor plant cassava you the person that one's half cassava if the next person plants salt that one has okay they don't plant salt sorry if the next person plants pepper that, <laughs> that one has pepper and we can actually trade this thing without the government providing this thing for us but imagine that we are all in the house shouting government is supposed to give you salt government is supposed to give you pepper or all of this it will take time government can't do all of those for you Man. yeah and 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 also talk about insecurity yes to understand government is supposed to provide security but if you if you want to be truly true truthful to yourself and ask yourself what is the nigerian now what is the number of the military people in the nigerian country in nigeria Right? What is the number of policemen in, in Nigeria and all the forces together? What is their number and what is the number of the people? You see that if you want to be, if you want statistically, it's not equate. It, it, they will not have enough policemen that will be on every street, you know, on, on Nigeria. But we have people, right? We have youths. A lot of youths are not doing anything. A lot of us are not doing anything. And that's why the crime rate is very high, right? So we have youth. For instance, if I provide security for myself, and my, uh, the house provides security for itself, and my, the next neighbor provides security for herself, I don't think anybody is going to come here to come and steal from us because they know that these people, they are provided security to themselves. And this is what togetherness in the community can help to grow because 
if we have a more secure environment, we can have different investors coming in, and that would give room for a lot of businesses, right? There's there's a reason why most businesses are not thriving currently in Nigeria, and that's mostly related to security issues. So if we can solve security issues, if we can solve um, uh, community development issues, and all of that. Two things that I've talked about that can really impact is if we can solve the the, uh, the uh, community issues like uh, creating um, purpose, individualist purpose. We've, we've seen how um, we are so divided by people. Uh, if I meet you, I'm worried. Ideally, uh, the, the, me, I'm not worried. I don't care. But with the average Nigerian, if they see you, the next thing they're asking is, "Are you a Yoruba person? Are you a Yoruba person? Are you a Hausa people?" And then, or uh, and then, and there's a, there's there's several other tribes that you don't even know. And try to tell you how unimportant our tribes are. You understand what I mean by that? It's not saying that our tribes are not important in terms of the existence of tribes. But what I'm saying is, we can actually put away our common differences. Right, and actually look for a bigger purpose because if we're able to get a bigger purpose and fight together as a people, it's very easy to see that there's no reason why less than five percent of Nigeria should be holding the 95 percent of Nigeria to hostage. We have so much in this land, we have everything we need to be able to be successful as a nation. We have the resources, we have the capacity, we have the time, we have the land, and name it, we have mineral resources. A million and one of them out there that I've not been able to discover. Imagine that our resources are being exported out of the country and bring back in, in terms of finished product and we get to pay through our nose for that. There's no reason why we should call it loan. Our our political system, the the, the, the budget is too bogus. The amount that our, our our leaders are earning in terms of their office pay is too bogus. And we're not even talking about the uh, the bureaucracy, the system and all of that stuff. And See, nobody's coming to fix this for us. UN is not coming to fix this for you. The, the, the United States of America is not coming to fix this for you. China is not coming to fix this for you. Nobody is coming to fix this for you. And if you don't fix it for yourself, you're always going to cry and keep crying until your day comes and then the, the system will be for you. So many people have lost their life because of bad system. And how long can we continue about this? There's so many opportunities out there right now. There's AI technology that have reached the maturity stage. There are machine learnings, there are blockchain technologies, people are chipping things to the moon, other people are thinking of how they can live in the in Mars and another planet. And we are here thinking, hey, this Igbo man insult me, this Yoruba man insult me, I be the Christian was insulting Muslim and Muslim was insulting Christian. The things that are irrelevant on the grand scale of things. So that when we are faced with the outside world, we cannot even compete because we are busy fighting ourselves instead of us to put our head together and work together. The countries that have the highest number in the world are doing so good for themselves. Look at China, look at even India. India is the fastest growing economy in the world. And they have that's because they have been able to put their people to use. What are we doing with our own people? We are busy killing ourselves for peanuts. We are busy fighting ourselves for irrelevant issues. Who is bigger than who is who is smaller than who? Where we have a real case where we can fight. And should we focus more on building this country by ourselves as individuals, as youth, as Yusuf, as Victor, or we should focus more on um, the government providing the solutions for us? Um, I, I feel like, I'm, I'm honest with you, I feel like our government is like a direct reflection of who we are and um, we actually deserve the leaders we have right now. It's not as if, in as much as Nigeria is hard, like all what's happening, we actually deserve our leaders. It's because we're not paying as much attention as we are 
in politics that we're not actually investing as much time as we're supposed to. That's why we have the kind of people that are leading us. And then, yeah, so they, 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 they've also, they, they, they also understand how important it is to like own, um, like own, have control. So um, that's why if you look at it, they don't, they're not even investing in trying to like get more people to own PVCs because the current number of people they have is working actually for working them. for them. Yeah. yeah. So they're, they're not really interested in like, like they don't really educating the people. Yeah. So there's no, if, if you see what happened, there's the, the, like an ultimatum for people to go and register for NIM. Yeah. But there was, there was no automaton for people to go and register for PVCs. PVC. Like, there was no, there's, 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 it doesn't there's no that. It doesn't. So they, they don't, they don't really care about that. So if we really want to make things work, we really have to be involved. Like we have to be involved. That's really way it's going to work. If, if we say we're waiting for the government, then nothing's going to happen. We're still going to be exactly the way we are. Yeah. So um, part of part, one way I feel this conversations we are having across the country like what conversations are we having what discussions are various nigerians having um yeah even these people that are doing skits entertainers and music that we're listening to what kind of music are we listening to what our what what message yeah what the message what messages um our singers our actors our movie directors everybody's trying to pass uh, depending on the message of past, it's going to get to a point where more people are going to be informed and we're not going to be taking we're not going to take the same shit anymore because we know that I'm sorry I'm cursing. Uh, we're not um because we know that we deserve better and then we have so much resources at our disposal and it doesn't make sense for us to be keeping to keep living this way. So yes, definitely it's going to be like well, we, we, we are the ones that are going to be responsible for the change that we want, or well, the ones that are going to be responsible for like making sure Nigeria um, turns out the way we want. So it's 100% of our actions. And what are the ways, what, what, we, what, what ways can we do that? Okay, um, conversations we have online is like one. Um, more people should try and see how they can use their spaces for more positive thing. Um, Samarcon is like a clear example of one someone that is doing that already. If you can have more people like him, like people thought leaders in our society, yeah, say more about this. Um, work with as many people as possible because a lot of there are so many people that have major audiences in Nigeria. If you can find a way to like work with these individuals, or make sure that these individuals bring these individuals on board. So um, the skit makers, the um, content creators, everybody that's here, will find a way to like pass them a message, make them make sure that they pass a message to their audience, no matter the kind of audience they are. Some, someone like, um, what's his name, uh, Balashagi. Um, so Balashagi has a lot of audience, especially on YouTube. If you look at his views on YouTube, he has a lot. Um, if, if, if there's a way they can have a conversation with someone like that and then he starts, he doesn't have to like change his content 100%, but um, if you can message. just do like one or two that actually sends a message, it's going to go far. Like, so if you can keep having these conversations, make sure that people are involved, like get more people involved basically. Um, 
create platforms where more people can get involved or more people can be accountable. I feel like we're going to do a lot. Like we're going to really solve a lot of issues that way. Yeah, I, I and I totally agree with you. There's one thing that you actually said that stuck with me, and I'm still. I don't know how I feel about it, and but it's just the truth, and I don't know how I feel about it. Well, you said that we deserve we, we deserve the leaders yeah, we, we have. Is this statement you need to allow it to sink in? Yeah. So that when you are complaining about your politicians, you know that you deserve them. Deserve and them. imagine that you deserve what you have currently. What we have currently now is not is 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 a case of is as a sorry state, and it means we must have done so badly for us to get yeah. that. And if we deserve that, it's even more painful. Right? It's, it's easier if I know that I have the leaders I have now because the leaders are bad and I'm good. At least I'm, I, I get to feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. But if you're telling me now that I have the leaders I have now, and that's because of the kind of person I am, then it takes the it brings it back to me and says, okay, wow, so I am the one. So we need so much education in, we need to be able to education our able. What am I speaking on this podcast? <laughs> Guys, forgive me. But uh, we need so much education and we need to be able to own this process. See, if you face, if, 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 you, if you are part of the community development process, you are not helping anybody, it's yourself. You are going to bring children to this world and this is the country they have. Look at the way we are treated all over the country. Look at the way we are treated all over the world, right? By the mention of Nigeria, people just feel that we are scams. It's even now that our work is beginning to prove them wrong. It's now that social media platform is beginning to put us out there in a good light. Before, it was shown to the world that there's something called Nigerian peace and it's Yahoo. And then most people, once they hear of Nigeria, the only thing that comes to their head is Nigerian prince, and that is bad light. And that affects a lot of things because there are a lot of conversations that can drive development that you're not a part of as a people. And it's, it's going to be a, a, of what do people perceive you of. And that means, and the, the good thing is, tech is actually at the center of all of this, right? The reason I'm saying tech is at the center of all of this is from all the things we have enumerated, from the points you have raised, from the point I have raised, and I'm sure from the points our listeners have, one of the things that can fix all of the problem we have is information. Information, yeah. Information, the messaging. How do you pass the information? Yeah. Like you have said, the skits industries, the movies industry, the music. What is the trend in the music industry right now? Is it to be smoking, uh, uh, to, to be on drugs, and then you be uh, on women, and then you promoting Yahoo and all of that stuff? Because look at it now. There was one um, kidnapper they caught some time ago, and they said that he was watching uh, this guy, one of these, uh, uh, I think, was it? All this, they are kidnapping Yeah, yeah. I was watching a movie, and then that's how they started. Wow. It, it sounds stupid. It sounds funny, but you you be amazed at a lot of things that actually started like true, that. True, 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 true. And then also, what is what what is the role that our religion yeah, is playing so, yeah, in, in in politics? The, the, the people that are yeah. influenced. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you like, think of this now. All the things you know were things you saw. Yeah. You, there was no place that I told you that X is Y. It's what the information you were giving from when you were small. What was in your eye? What was in your face? Your, the people around you, what were they doing? What were they saying? You understand? And that can affect a lot of stuff. 
a lot of people are so depressed right now because they don't even know their funk on their back regardless of how good they are because they don't have the opportunity and all of this is as a matter of information most people don't know how to sell themselves right so even if you are good you won't be able to get the value that you deserve so it can be a look it can be a champion you are, it can be a world-class champion but you're a local champion because you're under the you're under uh you're in darkness basically so but so we are as in the in the spirit of moving forward and so that we don't let it not be as if this is just a regular talk and talk 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 what can you do to improve the nigerian political space using the technological platform that are available. Whether you're a developer or not, whether you're a musician or not, whether you're a farmer or not, we all have something we can do. We can all lend our voice, you know, in that little space, in your house, what information are you passing to your children? Are you sowing seed into them? Because a lot of parents will tell you, don't go and vote, they will kill you. You understand? Or a lot of parents don't go outside, they will kill you. Or you hear your, imagine you are hearing your father telling you that this country is a useless country, nothing can be done again. What are you going to do? You are not going to find a need to do anything. So, what information are you passing to your kids as a father, as a mother? What information are you passing to your children? As a child, what information are you passing to your friends, your relatives, or your parents? Maybe if you are opportune to have more information that they don't have, are you giving them the enlightenment? Those women in the market, those people at the motor park, those people on the road, those guys that you call hoodlums, they are the one that is ruling this country in case you are not aware. What information are you giving to them? Those people that you give 100 and they'll tell you, thank you, sir, thank you, sir. What information? are you giving to them are they feeling that they cannot do the are you giving them an impression that okay there's hope if we're able to do this for everybody or are you do you wonder your little championship where you are the big brigade in town because you are holding the information and you know that the whole community needs yourself or are you one of those people that are blocking development in your in your localities in your villages or your jurisdiction those people that are um for all Okay, I don't want to get digressed into that one. But we all have a part to play. We really all have the plot to play. We are calling on people that we know that they have the platform like DVD, like Whiskey, like Bonaboys, the other actors, the movie makers, the skit makers, Mr. Macaroni, Force the Bad Guys, um, Mr. Chaggy, even the ones that have 10k followers, even your 5k followers, even if it's 3 followers you have, in that your little space, are you giving them the right information or you are just trying to follow trends so you can end peanuts? See, the money they will pay you to buy your vote cannot do you anything. You can make much more than that if only you allow, if you only you get what is due to you. It's just like you have food, I collect your food and keep it. Then I allow you to starve. Then I will give you one spoon of your own food. Right? It's just like you have an inheritance, I collect the inheritance and keep it. Then I will, out of like 10 of you that have the inheritance, I will give one of you um one less than 10 percent of your inheritance and then with the aim that okay that one will shut every other person up and this is what is playing out but the more people come out the more you are able to pass information to the people that are gullible the more people are enlightened and the better our country gets there's a lot we need to do before 2023 we have not started talking about going to the voters polling unit and all of that stuff we are talking about today now this time you are listening to this podcast right now what can you do who do you need to talk to what do you need to say 
I, do you have connection to someone that can make a difference? Use that your connection now. You're not doing it for us. You're not doing it for Chukolo. You're not doing it for Skyhub. You're not doing it for Yusuf. You're not doing it for Victor. You are doing it for yourself. You're doing it for your children. And if you don't pay the price today, you will pay the price tomorrow. There's no two ways about it. If you like, think that is running out, that is your solution. If you go out there, become a second class citizen. And regardless of how you see it, you are still going to be in Nigeria and it's still going to haunt you. The best way for you is to fix your house. The grass is cleaner on the outside because you're not the one that is watering it. If you water your house, your own grass is going to be cleaner as well. You can push the blame all you want. You can give up hope all you want, but you don't have any option. So if you don't fix it, you get to suffer for it. And if you fix it as well, there's a reward for it because you might be thinking that, okay, yeah, there's nothing there. And... In case you are thinking you are going to lose your life in, ten, in the process of facing Nigeria, if you lose your life in the process of facing Nigeria, well, that is your sacrifice to Nigeria. But you are not necessarily going, you don't also always have to lose your life. At least take has made that possible. You know, by just giving your voice in your room, you can speak to one million people. See what David did. He just raised over 250 million in less than how many hours for his birthday. And several orphanages in Nigeria have benefited from just that less than one hour post that he did imagine that that happened and imagine how far more people can benefit you know and these people that are talking about are people that mostly don't have food and all of that stuff so at that point i'm going to say, thank god for this person and it comes with this reward system so um we want to hear your thought on how do you think you can use the current tech uh, platforms now to enable nigerian political space how do you think you can leverage your tech to distribute information and or uh, what do you disagree in this since we are saying what are the areas you feel that uh the world needs to know and what are the other things i think that we need to start taking initiative of again if you don't have anything that will make you angry know that less than 10 percent of the nigerian population is holding 90 percent of the nigerian population in hostage just go with that and also know that you deserve the government you get you deserve the neighbors you have you understand you deserve the children you have and the parents you have so um if you decide that okay you are going to lay blame blame yourself you are the only person to be blamed because it's your ignorance and it's your ignorance that's putting us here it's my ignorance is your ignorance like i said before even me i didn't know the i don't even know how many uh, representatives i have from my local government and i don't even know what they stand for i don't know the laws that are being passed and this is me that I'm very active in the tech space. I'm active on the on the on the social media and all of those space. I have information about this. with a single a simple Google search will give me this information. But even at that, I don't know it. That means that this is to tell you that we all have a part to play. Mm -hmm. This is not a blame. I'm not blaming you. I'm not blaming myself. But I'm blaming you. I'm blaming myself at the same time. So, <laughs> so my point is, this is on you. It's on you. And if you don't do your part, you play. You pay the price daily for it. You might not have the chance to to grow up from it. But please. If you find out that this message makes you feel somehow, if you find out that there's a need for you to do it, if you, if, you just, if you find out that you want a better life for yourself, you want to be able to live the life you want to live, you know, then you have to put in the work. And hopefully, by God's grace, hopefully, just hopefully, uh, maybe after some time, since we start to pick up. But I believe that if we're able to have one voice, we'll be able to take this country forward. Once again, thank you very much, Mr. Daha, for... Um, agreeing to come on our talk podcast show at Chocolat Talk and also thank you for your views and we really appreciate that and thank you for your time very well. I don't know if you have any message from Skyhawk for us. Um, so, thank you for having me. Um, yeah. yeah. 
So, um, please follow us on our social media platform at SkyWorldNigeria across um, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And um, our website is skywardnigeria.com. Thank you for having us. All right, okay, thank you, Mr. Yusuf Dahab. This is this, Yusuf is the CEO of Chukol. Yusuf is the CEO of Skyhub Nigeria. Sorry, Yusuf is not the CEO of Chukola. I want to replace myself. <laughs> Yusuf is the CEO of Skyhub Nigeria. Yeah, tell him take for the new position. <laughs> and uh, we have been we have been we have been, we have known ourselves for a period of time and he's been a forward-thinking Nigerian youth. And we are all looking for ways we can feed this country with the work of our hands. We urge a lot of more people to follow and come through and see the possibilities that are out there. There's so much much in the Nigerian tech space, there's so much opportunity in the tech space globally right now. You can do anything you want to do. You can work in different countries of the world. You can any better living, you know. And with tech, you can also provide security for the country. There's so much we can do. That is why at Chukolo Bootcamp, we're training new software developers, people that are interested in coming to learn software. Why not just, me personally, I have over 15 years software engineering experience. Uh, my dad is a software developer, but I'm not going to bore you with the details. What I'm trying to tell you is that we have made so much mistakes along the way. I personally have made so much mistakes in my field, and I don't want to see you that want to come into tech make the same mistake because if you are able to avoid some mistakes you go further and there are some mistakes you might not be able to come out from so uh, if you're interested in learning software follow us at chukolo bootcamp and check out our website at bootcamp.chukolo.com to give you an idea of what we are about as a business and our process of training you and the interesting thing about chukolo bootcamp is that we're not just training you how to write code we're training you software engineering principle that can help you to be able to build products like facebook's and the likes and massive uh, next generation products so there's a lot we're training at chukolo bootcamp uh, we're also training you to be able to sell yourself in the tech space you know how to learn we're teaching you how to learn basically how to use and tap into the uh, uh, enormous resources that are available by the internet to actually improve your uh, tech career so check us out at bootcamp.chukolo.com and then also follow us at our social media handle at chukolo bootcamp and here, this platform we're using to pass this information is Chikolo Talk. It's under arm of the Chikolo uh, group. And we are Chikolo Talk is the is arm that is designed for documenting the building process of the Chikolo community and also talking about um, used to build and fix uh, societal issues. So follow us at Chikolo Talk to get updates on this kind of podcast and more on in tech space to come. We'll have some really interesting tech news, tech updates as on Chikolo Talk. So follow us at Chikolo Talk and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify at Chikolo Talk and on Twitter and on iTunes, Apple Music at Chikolo Talk as well. And leave any message you might have for us on our comment section when we post this place. We would like to hear from you. How do you think we can leverage on tech to face this country? Do you think can tech can face this country or you think it's something else that should face the country? And let's all know so we can de deploy our resources to be able to improve this life standard of life for our children. We can compete with the world's best. There's no reason why we should be fighting for crumbs. We shouldn't be fighting ourselves. Let's fight the common enemy and build the nation we deserve. Once again, thank you for being on Chukolo Talk. I'm the CEO of Chukolo Nigeria. Chukolo is a freelance marketplace. 
that's helped to provide freelance services for software and design services. So if you are looking to hire a software engineer, if you are looking for to build a product and you don't know anything about software and you want to get a better product and you don't want to go through the stress of working with unregulated uh, software developers, check us at bookchocolate.com and then you're able to place your order and we'll be able to take it from there. Once again, you can connect with me personally at Audio Chuma on Twitter. I'm mostly on Twitter, but you can check me on other platforms on Facebook as Audio Chuma Accor and on LinkedIn as Audio Chuma Accor, Victor, and then on um, Instagram at Audio Chuma. But you can connect with me for uh, live updates at Audio Chuma on Twitter. That's where you see me mostly uh, putting up my mind and giving up the progress of what's happened at the Chocolat community. And uh, I'm using this opportunity to announce our Chocolat Foundation to you. We're looking to train software developers for the disabled. We're looking to give them a fighting chance to life. So we're looking to train, uh, we're going to we'll have some free slots at Chocolat Bootcamp that we want to be giving to five disabled people. So we're going to be picking up five disabled people and training them software and also helping them to know how to work hand in hand to leverage on tech to improve the standard of their life. So if you know any any disabled person that I feel is deserving of this, please reach out to us and then we'll take it from there. Once again, thank you for listening to our podcast and follow us on all our social media platforms once more outside and fix nigeria is your responsibility signing out peace hi stand a chance to benefit from the opportunities that tech has to offer in nigeria and the global space by joining the chukolo bootcamp register today on bootcamp.chukolo.com